Coming up on 5-Minute News. GOP set to block January 6 panel, stoking Senate filibuster fight. Murder charges filed against officers in black man's death. And UN launches investigation into whether Israel or Hamas committed crimes. It's Friday, May 28. I'm Anthony Davis. Senate Republicans are ready to deploy the filibuster to block a commission on the January 6 insurrection, shattering chances for a bipartisan probe of the deadly assault on the US Capitol and reviving pressure to do away with the procedural tactic that critics say has lost its purpose. The vote on Thursday was the first successful use of a filibuster in the Biden presidency to halt Senate legislative action. Most Republicans opposed the bill that would establish a commission to investigate the attack by Donald Trump supporters over the election. We had a mob overtake the Capitol and we can't get the Republicans to join us in making historic record of that event, said Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois, the number two Senate Democrat. That tells you what's wrong with the Senate and what's wrong with the filibuster. The filibuster is a time-honoured Senate tradition that requires a vote by 60 of the 100 senators to cut off debate and advance a bill. With the Senate evenly split 50-50, Democrats would need support of 10 Republicans to move to the commission bill, sparking fresh debate over whether the time has come to change the rules and lower the threshold to 51 votes to take up legislation. The House already approved the measure with 35 Republican votes, but Trump has made it clear he opposes the formation of any panel to investigate the January 6 siege, fearing being implicated by a violent mob of his supporters who broke into the Capitol upon his instruction. Democrats are warning that if Republicans are willing to use the filibuster to stop an arguably popular measure, it shows the limits of trying to broker compromises, particularly on bills related to election reform or other aspects of the Democrats' agenda. Ahead of Thursday's vote, the mother of the late Capitol Police officer Brian Sicknick, along with Sicknick's girlfriend Sandra Garza, and two police officers who fought the protesters that day, met with several Republican senators to try to persuade them to act. The Washington State Attorney General on Thursday charged two Tacoma police officers with murder and one with manslaughter in the death of Manuel Ellis, a black man who died after repeatedly telling them he couldn't breathe as he was being restrained. Attorney General Bob Ferguson filed the charges of second-degree murder against Christopher Burbank and Matthew Collins and first-degree manslaughter against Timothy Rankine. Witnesses report seeing Burbank and Collins attack Ellis without provocation, according to a probable cause statement filed in Pierce County Superior Court. Rankine is accused of putting pressure on Ellis's back as he said he couldn't breathe. 33-year-old Ellis died on March 3, 2020, tasered, handcuffed and hogtied, with his face covered by a spit hood, just weeks before George Floyd's death under the knee of a white Minneapolis police officer triggered a nationwide reckoning on race and policing. The Pierce County Medical Examiner called Ellis's death a homicide, attributed to a lack of oxygen from being restrained, with an enlarged heart and methamphetamine intoxication as contributing factors. 
The death made Ellis' name synonymous with pleas for justice at protests in the Pacific Northwest. His final words, I can't breathe, sir, were captured by a home security camera. The United Nations Human Rights Council agreed on Thursday to launch an international investigation into alleged crimes committed during the 11-day conflict between Israel and the Islamist group Hamas in Gaza. The independent investigation will have a broad mandate to look into all alleged violations, not just in Gaza and the occupied West Bank, but also in Israel during hostilities that were halted by a ceasefire on May 21st. Michelle Bachelet, the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, earlier told the Council that deadly Israeli strikes on Gaza might constitute war crimes and that Hamas had violated international humanitarian law by firing rockets into Israel. Israel rejected the resolution adopted by the Geneva Forum and said it would not cooperate. A spokesman for Hamas, which governs the Gaza Strip, called the group's actions legitimate resistance and called for immediate steps to punish Israel. Israel's main ally, the United States, said it deeply regretted the decision in the forum, where it just has observer status and no vote. By a vote of 24 states in favour and nine against with 14 abstentions, the 47-member council adopted a resolution brought by the Organisation of Islamic Cooperation and the Palestinian Delegation to the United Nations. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.